Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. So welcome to the second half of the podcast and without further ado, Courtney Richards, who you've been talking to this week about the captaincy. Well, I think it's it's um, it's an interesting topic. Um, uh, uh, the captaincy is something which in football these days people kind of, you know, have two views on really. I heard a thing on the radio the other day with people ringing in saying, well, let's face it, the captaincy. Yeah. You know, does it really matter who's captain anymore? Let's face it, all they do is just toss up and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think, funnily enough, in a, in a smaller club, lower yeah. down yeah. down the leagues, if anything, it's probably more important than less important. And um, uh, uh, Courtney Richards, who, who's been made captain by um, uh, uh, Kevin Nicholson this season, he's... He's in his third year at the club, which of course yeah. is, a, is in football these days almost makes you a sort of a member of the loyalists, doesn't it? Um, it here's, here's a, I'm going to throw a question in for you now, and I've just written the answer down, so I've got my hand there. I noticed from the programme, the last home game, I was very surprised to see who our longest serving player is. And I've just written the answer down there, so you can. But it's Sam Cheney. Oh my goodness, the yes, time of course, yes, because, because he's come up through the, yeah. uh, through the academy, yes. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah. you don't think of Sam no, as being the longest. Well, Nineteen years old, yeah. or whatever he is, twenty. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, um, no, but so so Richard has been around a while, and and he was making the point this week, which chuffed him hugely at the time, that when Chris Hargreaves originally signed him, he sort of told Courtney that he thought he was potential captaincy, but yeah. uh, um, uh, material for the future, which uh, I don't think Courtney had sort of really considered. He said, "I'd I'd done it a couple of times on odd matches at school, but never <laughs> never you know been a sort of a a, a real captain." Um, and I I was asking him. I said, "Look, you know, have you when, when Kevin gave you the armband? Did did you sort of spend nights and evenings thinking, should I do this and should mm. I do that and should I do the other and?" How should I tackle this, or did you just basically, you know, say yeah. no? I'll carry on being, and and I think it's a mixture of both with him, um, but I I think he it has prompted him uh, because he's quite a serious lad and and yeah. and you know desperately wants to do well for the club and wants the club to do well. Um, that I think he took it pretty seriously, and and well, I know he has, and 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 it's kind of prompted him to try and up his game yeah. if, if 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 as much now. Up you upping your game on the pitch in matches is one thing, but of course the captain got to, you know, do all the right things yeah. and say the right things in tra all the way through the week in training. You've got to be there if you think one or two people are struggling. Um, he does get around the players. players, doesn't he? You can see him on the pitch. He does get around the players yeah. and he does have a word and, yes. and he does do them up. Uh, and, I, and, and I think he sees that all as part of his responsibility. Yeah. And, and uh, he and Kevin Nicholson have a very good relationship. And, and um, So I think it's been a big thing for him. And, and But he's also sensible enough to realise that, of course, when you're captain... You know, you have to you have to just justify your your selection mm. each week, um, and uh, you know because you never want, apart from anything else, to be in the position where people can question that. So I think he's tried very hard. He's yeah. had a couple of he's had a little missed a couple of games with injury. I think didn't he? Hasn't he with his hamstring? Um, but he's back now. Uh, I thought he had a pretty good game last last Saturday he against did. Lincoln. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, he is something which he's hugely proud of, and. Uh, you know, good luck to him. We'll, we'll uh, let's hope that yeah. um, he can. Uh, you know, he'll be leading them out when they're 
maybe pushing a, a little bit higher on the table than they are at the moment. And one of, of course, one of his former teammates has had a move this well, just before the transfer window. A bit like Ewan and O'Kane Banged going shut. From, that's yes. right. Yeah, Ryan Bowman uh, uh, went from Gateshead to Motherwell, which I think raised a few eyebrows. Now, well, either either that's yeah. telling us that Motherwell in the SPL, you know, uh, uh, are not as great as we would might hmm. think they are, uh, um, or that Ryan Bowman has actually uh, ticks an awful lot of boxes yeah. for people. Now he scored 19 goals. You know, you forget that for us. Um, yeah. The season before last. Went to uh, uh, to Gateshead. Um, we sold him to Gateshead at the start of last season. He scored another nineteen for them last year, and it might be actually a couple more than that. He scored three this season, yeah. And now he's got moved he's to, to, Motherwell. to Motherwell. So good for him. I mean, it, it is a strange one, though, isn't he? He moves from Torquay to Gateshead, teams who are pretty much on a par in the National League, and then suddenly makes the leap to the Scottish Premier. Yes, yeah. If indeed it is a leap, so being a well, bit devil's advocate here, but yeah, if indeed he, it is he, a leap. There have been quite a few players from the, the, the lower divisions of, of the English League who have gone to the SPL and cope pretty well. Um, and, and, you know, Bowman is a, is a sort of a hard, you know, he, my goodness, I think, you know, even at playing more the season before last, we all saw that, you know, he, he, you know, he, he wasn't exactly Marco van Basten, but... He, he he runs hard. Yeah. He goes it into the right areas. He's not a bad finisher. Um, he holds the ball up reasonably well on his good days. And who knows? He may well have added a little bit to yeah. his game since he since he left United. Um, you, Torquay are on a small uh, percentage of whatever he's moved for, and we'll come on to that in a second with yeah. this dreadful undisclosed fee business that's that's plaguing the game at the moment. Um, uh, and uh, uh, you know, I don't think United would be picking up very much. I would have thought, you mm. know, maybe five thousand quid, something yeah, like it, that. But it's better than nothing. But it's better it? than nothing, yeah. and it's for a player who uh, United appeared pretty keen to get off the wage bill yeah. purely for financial reasons Indeed. at the start of last season. And the uh, leads us again quite neatly on to Union O'Kane because well, the, the mystery continues here. Yeah, doesn't it, it does, and I, and I, I think it's all right. You know, financial moves like this involving quite a lot of money, I can understand why, I think we all can, why clubs don't spell out the terms of these deals, particularly at Premier League level where the amounts of money involved are almost obscene, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Um, but in in this particular case, with, with the move from Bournemouth to, to, to Leeds for O'Kane, it's fairly obvious that Bournemouth haven't got anything like what they hoped mm. to get for O'Kane, which is a shame and a slight embarrassment as far as they're concerned. But from United's point of view, the move was potentially really yeah. important. Um, and, uh, you know, the goals are now battling away to try and get what's due to them. Now, I'm not saying Bournemouth will, will, will try to uh, not to do the right thing. Of course, they, I'm sure they will. They're, they're, they'll abide yeah. by the terms of the deal. But the trouble is, of course, that if, in fact, Leeds only ended up paying, say, a quarter of a million quid down... And the rest of it is is all in roll-ons. Then United are going to end up. They'll be lucky if they get about fifteen thousand quid out of it, which is which is a real disappointment for them. It is. And these things, should, with the amount of money that the fans are putting into the game now in their TV sponsorships and ticket prices, these things surely should be more transparent. Well, they? they ought to be. But if anything, it's going the other way, yeah. isn't it? And so it's it's down to people like us to dig and dig and dig and 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 try and come up with figures which, to the best of our ability and and our knowledge, are correct. Um, uh, it's funny if I was talking to Dave, Dave Phillips the other day about this and Dave is obviously a huge United fan and has been all his life 
And I said to, to, to Dave, I said, look, you know, if 18 months ago, if we'd sold Angus MacDonald to Barnsley, what's the first question you'd have been wanting to ask? And he said, how much? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I said, but the boot's on the other <laughs> foot a bit now, isn't it? And it's all undisclosed. Yeah. Um, now, he's, now he's chairman of the club. And he accepted the point straight away. I think probably to wrap this up, what, what I'm feeling is, is Bournemouth know what life at Torquay United is about. Mm-hmm. They had buckets around their ground six, seven years, years yeah. ago when they didn't have you know, two pennies. And now all of a sudden it's very different. How about offering Torquay a larger lump sum, which yeah. will still be within, you know, it'll still be a fraction of Jack Wilshire's the weekly wage, w- w- wages, Absolutely. which yeah. would be a huge help for Torquay at the moment. Yeah. That's their share of the deal, full stop, no matter what Leeds do, no matter how many appearances he makes, that would be a big help for Torquay. It wouldn't... And what a gesture that would be. Exactly. Well, fingers crossed, that sort of thing. There's still room for that in the game. Indeed. We have scant time left to do justice to um, to Alan Smith, though, David. We should talk about well, Alan Smith. Well, when Frank O'Farrell was brought in to replace Eric Weber in 1965... Uh, uh, it marked the end for quite a few players in Eric Weber's old team, uh, you know, fondly as many remember, uh, um, supporters remember them. But one of the players who spanned both that those two managers and also into Alan Brown's reign yeah. was Alan Smith, uh, a, a fantastic bloke, a, a wonderful defender, totally reliable, um, and. Uh, I, I never ever heard anybody say a bad word about him. He was an old-fashioned Birkenhead-born defender, and uh, uh, he became a friend of mine yeah. and everybody who knew him. And uh, never ever booked in the whole of his career. That's and if he was isn't it? exactly, and if he was fit, he played. End of story. Brilliant. And funeral tomorrow. Uh, that's right. Yeah. On, that's on Friday. Yeah. We're out of time. We'll see you at Plainmore on Saturday for the visit of York City. Uh, thank you for listening. Come on, you yellows.